Two men pushed out of law enforcement talk about their journey through life. Ready to look behind the curtain of law enforcement? These guys aren't holding back. Mike is joined by Jim. Both are Gen Xers. Both have type A personalities. And both of their give a F buttons are broken. Warning. Warning. Uh, Shouldn't we insert a trigger warning here? Buckle up, because it's about to get real. Welcome to Mike and Pedro 2.0. Hey guys, welcome to Mike and Pedro 2.0. It's me, Mike. Hey Jim. We're uh, a little bit quieter today because we found that one of our childhood heroes has recently passed. Um, he was known as Pee Wee Herman, and he helped influence a lot of us in positive ways uh, throughout our childhoods. Uh, his show was on something like 1987 to 1990 until a scandal came out, and then he, uh, he ended up doing some other movies, but he passed recently at the age of 70 due to cancer. He wasn't sharing his cancer uh, with anybody. Uh, he did a video about it, short video that was released saying how he didn't want to bring people down. Right. But Pee Wee Herman was all about being uplifting and entertaining, not about depression. Pee Wee, when he started, he was a comedian and he was at a comedy club and it wasn't a child friendly comedy club. It was, you know, it was an adults comedy club, not porno but just an adults comedy club not for kids and someone came up to him and said hey have you thought about doing a show for kids because when he went through college he kept he was pb herman besides being paul he was pb herman so as he's going to college he would go as peewee when he did his shows he was peewee as through his life when he did interviews with david letterman or whomever he didn't go as paul herman he went uh or not paul 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 Rubens. Thank you, Paul Rubens. He went as Pee Wee Herman. I didn't even know his name was Paul Rubens for years. I didn't either. (laughs) But he did everything as as Pee Wee Herman. So (laughs) he has this amazing television show. He does a couple good movies. He came out two years ago with a new Netflix movie. Yeah. Uh, Pee Wee, not Pee Wee Rides again, Pee Wee something. And it was incredible. It was a classic Pee Wee. How good was he in Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I never saw him in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I, I remember him in Mystery Men with a pull my finger. Yep. The, the spleen. Yes. He was the a spleen. spleen. Yes. And he had amazing roles. And he just did great, great roles. The thing that frustrates me... He was also in Blues Brothers. I don't remember him. He was in the restaurant scene where they're in the high-end restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he was the waiter. Or one of oh, the waiters. that's right. Marvelous roles. You go through IMDb and you're just like, oh, good, good, good. Okay, I remember that. What we do as a society when people die is we just trash them. Yeah. We go through and we go, hey, this guy Pee Wee Herman had a great thing, but he was caught masturbating in an adult movie theater and he had child porn charges brought against him. Well, who hasn't masturbated in an adult movie theater? So let's go back in time and think about this for just a minute. But that's why he lost his show, too, because it looked bad optics-wise because he got caught doing that. Not that he did it, because I doubt he was the only one doing it. 
So let's think about this just for a minute. 1989, 1990, when he got caught, uh, Craig and his yank in the, uh, adult movie theater we didn't have the internet you maybe had vhs videos um this is where people went where people now go to the internet so people now go to the internet look at porn do whatever they want to do in the privacy of their own house or car or parking lot whatever people had to go to movie theaters to watch this so you got Wee herman going to an adult movie theater where it's known that adults are in there cranking their yanks mm-hmm. doing what he was doing. And a police officer sees Pee Wee walk into the movie theater, decides to try to make a name for himself. And halfway through the movie, they turn on the lights and voila, there's Pee Wee with his pee pee in his hand. Guarantee he wasn't the only one. Oh, he wasn't the only one, but it wasn't a, and people are saying, well, it's a indecent exposure charge. I'm pretty sure every single adult in there knew that every other single adult in there had their junk out and were doing what they were doing. It's like going to a bathhouse and being shocked that Barack Obama's there with Michael Obama and they both have dicks. We all know it's happening. Come on, get over yourself. Well, legally, I agree with you. There was no indecent exposure because somebody has to be shocked or affronted. So they, so you turn on the lights and the cops like, oh my god. Right, we can't be shocked, shocked or affronted as cops. That was charge one. That ruined the Pee Wee's Playhouse show. That ruined everything for him. And he had to now sort of veer off into other avenues um, with Mystery Men, with Buffy. Speaking of Pee Wee's Playhouse, do you know who was on there? Who was Cowboy Carl? Was that Lawrence Fishburne? Yeah. I, so I was listening to another, another podcast. They were talking about all the people that were on Pee-wee's Playhouse. And I had no idea the celebrity lineup. Yeah. I want to go back and rewatch the series now just to see who's in it. There were so many people that were on that show that now have stellar careers. So let's go back to this adult movie theater. So, Jim, you're in there. You're You're watching whatever. And you don't know... Who's in there with you because it's dark. Right. And I don't care because I'm focused on the movie. And you're like, focused on the movie. It's the eighties. Yeah. And you are looking around and not at other people. You're looking at the screen and it's, right. it's like going into a male bathroom. It's not like you're talking to the guy next to you and checking out his junk. No, you're not sitting next to each other or standing at the stall next to each other. You're like in your own area. Right. So you're watching on the screen and all of a sudden you see, Bushy galore, because let's be honest, that's how porn was back in the day. There's hair coming. It looks like someone's vagina has Bubba in a headlock. And you look and you hear this. And you're like, what? Okay, whatever. And you're back to focusing. Right. And you're like, okay, this is great. This is awesome. And you're getting there and you're like, oh, you're into it. You're just rubbing away. And you're like, oh, oh, this is, this is getting good. And then you hear the... And you're like, what the? Pee-wee? Well, I'm sorry. Porn is now ruined for you forever. Right. Because all you can think is Pee-wee's face. <laughs> as you're, tr- yeah. They, they would ruin it for you. As you're trying to spank one out. Maybe it was somebody <clears throat> who was a patron there who got tired of hearing Pee-wee's sounds and decided that this is something he doesn't want to participate in with Pee-wee. <laughs> so he just got him kicked out of the theater. <laughs> Issue number two for Pee-wee that came up was... A uh, child porn charge. 
So he had a allegation that he had over a thousand images that had child pornography. Later, it came out in an interview with his attorney that it wasn't child porn in the classic sense of child porn, like, hey, somebody took pictures of a kid. It was a thousand pictures from publications such as National Geographic, Time Magazine, where back when we were younger, they would have pictures of people from Africa or Indonesia or whatever with whatever their shirts country. off, right? whatever country, because we didn't have TV. And you'd be like, why do I want to see some African lady with her tits out breastfeeding a baby? And to me, I always thought it was weird. Right. But, you know, then you have Pee Wee who has his art collection. And the way you can tell that the charge was really not a charge or not important was they said, you can either accept the charge and go to court or you can pay a hundred dollar fine to make it go away. Right. He's still got a misdemeanor. He was still forced to register as a sex offender. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wouldn't go to court. I always thought over time, his career, the law did him dirty and I don't know why they did him dirty for whatever reason. <laughs> I think in a when back in the eighties and nineties, eighties specifically, we had a more prudish society than we obviously than we do now. With Pee Wee being sort of a strange individual and more of a social outcast, where we would allow him to come in and entertain the kids. But what made him entertaining? It is. It's what made him an incredible entertainer. But. It's easy to pick on him because you look at him and you're like, oh, that guy looks weird. He's a pedo. Um, And then they found a way to make him look like a pedo. So long story short, that's that's our Pee Wee episode. Um, I liked Pee Wee Herman. I always thought he was entertaining. I liked him. If you guys are looking for something exciting or fun for the weekend, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Pee Wee's Playhouse, Mystery Men, Find them on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Find them on Blues Brothers. I mean, there's so many places where you can find him. Yeah, he had a very long career with a lot of stuff. And after Pee-wee's Playhouse, he never had the success he could have had because of how they did him wrong. No. No. Or I guess after the, you know, incident in the movie theater. Adult movie theater where children aren't allowed and... Yeah, you're not going in there to watch Barbie. Well, maybe it is Barbie, but it's not the kind of Barbie movie that they show in regular theater. Right. Speaking of which, have you seen that yet? No, and I probably won't. No. Did you know that uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie were released the same weekend? Yeah. Did you know that the Barbie dolls and the product of Oppenheimer were both first released in Japan? I did. (laughs) It's actually true. (laughs) So, on that non-PV joke, we will uh, wrap up the podcast. Well, goodbye.